0: What's up everybody, it's Dan Greer with the Leading from the Middle of the Pack podcast and this is all about leaders and how to lead and what's going on and how to do it and how to get your point across without coming across like an authoritative prick. And today we're going to talk a little bit about why I keep God and everything that I do in my life, including my business and why we named him as CEO of our business. So let's uh, cut to the theme, we'll be right back in a minute. The big question is this. Awesome. So glad you guys are still here. So I'm going to tell you right now that God plays a huge part in my life. He's everything that I do. And so this might offend you. It might upset you. And I'm sorry if it does. Um, But I'm also okay with that because it's okay that we're different because of where we live. And it's okay that we have different beliefs and different thought patterns and all that good stuff. And that's one of the best things about living in America is that we can have different patterns of belief. We can have different thoughts and it's okay. Like, and, and I've come to accept a long time ago that there's people who don't think the same way that I do. And you know what? I'm good with that. Like, that doesn't bother me at all. It, it's okay that we think differently. But one of the things that I've found, and, and personally, is like, I keep God in every single aspect of my life. Now, the I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go really deep into this for a little bit, and hopefully it doesn't scare you guys or anything like that, but... I just I just want to talk a little bit about why it's so important to me to do that and why we've chose to like name God as the CEO of our company and what made us decide to do that in the first place and so in order to you know tell you that is is it all right if I tell you guys a story about how that happened about how it came about and how we uh, decided to name him as the CEO of our company? Sweet, well, I'm glad you guys are game for that. So it was uh, I I remember it like it was yesterday. Actually, um, we'd, we'd uh, come up with a company name in like 2017, and we decided we were going to call it Eclipse DOT because it covers, right? Eclipse is cover. And, um, and we, like, I'd built a website for it, I'd built all the pricing out. I took two years to get all this stuff done before we really stepped out on our own or did anything uh, unique or anything like that. Um, and, and, and just was like dragging our feet. Right, and we were getting like no pro no progress. I was I was scared to death to do like pretty much anything, and so I was uh, man. My wife and I were on our we were on a trip, and we were coming back from East Texas. We'd driven down there for some work stuff as a family, and uh, and I was on my, on my way back with them, and and I asked her, I was like, man, it was it was like August, okay. Uh, maybe the end of July, beginning of August is when it was. And and we were on our way back from uh, Carthage, Texas. Carthage, Texas is like a little town outside of Longview, <laughs> which is like three or four hours north of Houston. And uh, we were bombing across Texas. And... And I just remember having a heart to heart conversation with her and being like, We have worked so hard to get this business where it is and we have zero customers. Like we have nothing coming in. And of course we were still I was still working a full time job and she was a stay at home mom when she'd retired and and had the ability to, you know, stay home and work with the kids and, and do all that fun stuff with them and just be a mom and it's awesome to be able to give her that opportunity to do that. And uh and in this conversation we were having, we we're like, man, we just, we're just not making progress. Like we know what we've got is good, we know what's going on. Why are we not making any progress? And uh, and finally, she looks at me and she's and she just, just says like, she goes, man, I just got this shiver. I got to tell you this, and I was like, okay, what is it, babe? And she says, uh, she goes, have you ever tried just like giving it all to God? And I laughed out loud. I, I remember like laughing out loud at the comment and she's like, What's so funny about that? And I said, It's not funny. Nothing about it's funny. I'm laughing out loud because I'm such an idiot that I've never thought to do that before. Like we're we're very God fearing Christians. We we have a very good Christian home. And that should have been like the first thing on my mind. But for some reason I had segregated God and business. Like 100% segregated it. He didn't belong in business. That was my thought process at the time. Right. And I, I, and, and I, it was wrong. I know it's wrong now. It was like so wrong on so many levels for us to not have him involved in it. And so, uh, and so finally I was just like, let's do it right now. I'll step down as CEO. And I remember literally while I was driving being like, I step down from this position. It's yours. Nobody will be named CEO in this company. It's always going to be you. We're always going to listen to you. We're always going to turn to you for guidance. You're that person. And uh, and I have to laugh because like 30 minutes later we're cruising, and I get this call from somebody, and uh, and they said, "Hey, I got a question for you." are you still trying to get that compliance thing off the ground? <laughs> I laughed. I was like, yeah, we were actually just talking about that, my wife and I. And he goes, well, when are you going to be back in town? Because, like, I watch your Facebook and you travel, like, all the time. Like, you're never home. And I was like, yeah, I, I travel a lot. He's like, I need you to come talk to me. I got some questions. I said, I'll be back in town next week. And so uh, I got back in town. The We got back in town a couple days later. And uh, I called him. I was like, hey, are you available? He goes, yeah, I'm available anytime this week. Come on by. So I got done with everything that I was doing for that day, and I and I shot on over there, drove the hour or whatever to meet with him. sat down, started talking to him a little bit. He's like, "Man, we need somebody just like you in our business. Like, would you be willing to come work for us?" And I says, "Well, honestly, I don't think that you want to afford me because I knew the size of their business and I knew what I was making and I knew the size of business that I was in." And he's like, "Well, how about how about if you just do some consulting for us? Like, we'll pay you we'll pay you to consult for us. We'll give you an annual fee and pay by the hour and blah blah blah." And I was like. Okay. I I would consider that, right? And so we worked up a deal and kind of worked through it and, and I just have to laugh because as soon as I as soon as we made that change mentally and physically in our minds, our whole business turned around. Our whole business changed, our whole business motto changed, our whole structure changed. Like everything about it changed. And and the truth is is like it wouldn't be what it is today. Had we not made that change, we probably would, st- I would probably still be working for the same company, making you know good money for him, don't get me wrong, and doing a good job for him, but not doing what we're doing today, not touching as many lives as we're touching today. But because we made that shift, because we made that change, because we accepted that calling, he over delivered, right? and he's gonna to continue to over-deliver, and I know that. Now, we work our butts off as well. It's not just sit back on a couch and watch it all happen, right? Or sit back and, and uh, drink a nice cold carbonated water while he's uh, while he's doing all the work. It's nothing like that at all. We're going out and serving him to the best of our ability every single day in every way that we can. But that is that is like one reason why I keep it involved in everything that I do. And I gotta say, like whenever we built our website, but verses at the bottom of them. I did a different verse on the bottom of each page and I was like, man, I just I love this. I love the fact that I can I can share the word kind of nonchalantly, right? Like I don't have to pressure people to believe the same way I believe cuz I like you guys heard, like you if you know me, you know that I'm super easygoing. I'm super easy to deal with. I don't I don't like pushing the way I think on somebody else. I don't like pushing my thoughts on somebody else. You don't have to agree with me. Like this whole Like the whole podcast started with today, you don't have to agree with me, and I think that that's awesome that we don't have to agree. Matter of fact, I think it's absolutely required that we don't have to agree 100% with each other because, man, if we all agreed with each other on everything, this would be a really lame, boring world, and we would all be trying to do the same exact thing, and I am so glad that people don't agree with everything that I say, and I'm so glad that I don't have to agree with everything that everybody else says, And, and so... Whenever we were building the, the website for that, I have to laugh because I was building those verses, and I was like, this is just such a great thing to do, and I've got so many compliments on it. But I, I went to one guy, and I was like, man, I would really love your advice on this. And I didn't know where he stood spiritually. I still don't know where he stands spiritually because, like I said, I don't push those boundaries. I don't push those limits. And uh, and he looks at me, and he goes, dude, I love your website. But there's two things. Number one, you got to take my business logo off there. I was like, okay, no problem. We've done stuff for you in the past. I didn't think it'd be a big deal. No worries. He's like, Yeah. I, I I just gotta have it off there. Like, okay, no worries. I get it. And then um and then he goes, Next thing is 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 there's two things that I never do. In business, you can never talk about politics and you can never talk about religion. And I was like, Well then you're gray. Nobody knows what you think. How can they relate to you? How can they how can they agree with you or disagree with you? And he, and he looked me square in the eyes. like, it's not about disagreeing or agreeing. It's about getting the most money. It's about getting the most customers. It's about making sure you don't offend anybody. That's what business is about. And I knew right then and there that I didn't agree with him. And I was like, okay, cool. I appreciate your advice. I'm glad you took time to look through it. Like, I'm super stoked for that, right? And then uh, I, I, I didn't, like, get up and storm out and be all mad. Because that's not, that's not the way you act. That's not the way you react to somebody. You take their advice. You take their criticism. You listen to it, and then you evaluate whether what it means to you. That's how you do it, right? Because if you get mad, if you get mad in an instant, if you get super fired up and angry, it's going to be no good at all to anybody ever because it's not going to do you any good. It's not going to do them any good. You're going to feel bad in, in 30 seconds or 30 minutes or 30 days whenever you finally get over yourself, and uh, and you're also going to feel bad after that and they're going to feel bad and they're and you burn that relationship you burn that bridge because you allowed your anger to flare up on you and so after that point you know i i was a little disheartened from that because i was like man how could anybody be upset about this right like it's a bible verse how can you be upset about that right not like i said i didn't like obama or biden or any of those other dumb presidents, but, I mean, I would never say that publicly, like, th- that Sleepy Joe's one of the worst presidents we've ever had in our life, like, I would never say that publicly, but, uh, you know, um, we can feel however we want to feel, that's okay, right, it's okay, but anyways, um, it's it's just crazy how, how much I let that affect me, and I didn't change it, I, I thought about changing it, I thought about changing our website, because I was like, man, maybe he's right, maybe he's right, but I didn't change it. And then uh, about three months later, he called me back on the phone. He's like, "Dude, you do enough for us. Put our logos back on your website. They need to be up there." I was like, "Sweet score!" And then uh, and then about a year later, like I, I just continued to have conversations. He would call. He would ask questions. I would give him advice. I would help him. Like I never stopped serving. No matter what, I was always serving. Even when even when I didn't agree with somebody, I was always serving them. Right? Because that's what the Bible says. The Bible says to serve. You should always be the servant. I mean. We go back to the story of Jesus, and Jesus washed the feet of his disciples before he was crucified. There's not much more in service than that. Like, that's that's one of the, probably the most humility-based things to do, is to wash somebody's feet, per se. Um, and so, I he would call and ask questions, and I would serve him. I had no problems with that. Never, never blackballed, never anything like that, just because we didn't agree with each other. It was no big deal. And then, uh, and then about a year later, he calls me, and he, and he says, hey, man, well, we just had some changes in our structure. I want to start using your system. Score! I can't wait to show you our system. So we talked about it, had a nice long conversation about it, he got a couple other people on the team involved. Long story short, you know, three or four days later, he's, he's like, yeah, let's sign on, let's get going. And so we got going with him, and now then, they're one of our one of our awesome, most awesome customers, like we've got a lot of awesome customers, but they're they're one of our awesome customers. They're somebody that we get to work with every single day and we're so excited about it. And the way I look at it is this is like, had I not had God in my life, had I not had him as part of the business, I probably would have blown up over what I did or I would have changed what I did, right? And and he wouldn't have been a part of there and I would have burned that bridge with him. And, and that kind of goes into a different topic about like why you shouldn't burn bridges, but but we stayed on course like we continued to serve and and his mind was changed in a way that he was excited to work with us again and i think i don't think i know that the only reason that happened was is because we kept god in our lives and in our business i do the same thing with my marriage when it comes to like keeping god first and like that's why the nonprofit we started is literally called god first life like, how to live a God-first life. Like, that's what we thought whenever we got it, is, is 100% God-first. And, and I'm a firm believer that if you put God first in everything that you do, everything else will fall into place. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. I'm not saying that you're going to, like, wake up tomorrow and there'll be a million dollars in your bank account. What I'm saying is, is that when you do that, you're setting yourself up for success. You're putting yourself on the right path so that you can move forward with that. you know. And, and that's one of the big things that I've realized in life is that is that whenever I do that, for me, it makes such a huge difference, right? Because I know that he's behind me. I know that his wisdom is there. I know that he's given me guidance. I know everything about it. And so it's so much easier for me to progress forward knowing that I have him on my side. Let's go back. Like, let's talk a little bit about the Bible, right? So, so think about like David and Goliath. Have you ever heard the story of David and Goliath, right? You know, a teenager, roughly. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm going to guess ages here because I'm, my memory is horrible when it comes to this stuff. I've got the principles down, but not like the hard facts of it. But like, we get in, we get into that, and we're talking. Like, David was like 14 to 16 years old. Like the cockiest of all ages (laughs) and he was super humble right goliath was this monster of a giant like seven or eight feet tall i mean his his sword weighed more than david did for the most part right and david comes up to give his brother some food from from the farm because they're fighting a war on him and his his dad jacob sends him up there to give him some food and uh, to take, take his food up to his brother. So he goes up there and he's like, man, what's this guy doing? He's cursing God and talking bad about us and about our people and what the heck is going on. And, uh, and all of a sudden, David's like, he can't do that. He can't talk about him that way. So David had a strong conviction for God. He wasn't standing up for himself when he stood up to Goliath. He was standing up for God when he stood up to Goliath. And uh, and they go back and they they put David in all this armor, right? Give him all of Saul's armor. <laughs> David's just a young kid, right? He's a pretty scrawny kid. I would say maybe 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 not built like my sixteen-year-old is built, right? But <laughs> just somebody who's like pencil thin, and he can't can't even move with his armor on. He's like he's like no, that's not what I'm doing. He's like get get rid of this armor. I can't do this anymore. And he goes down and he picks up three smooth stones, right? And he goes out there with a slingshot. And and he's and he tells Goliath, he's like, You can't talk about God this way. And Goliath's like, You send this puny little run out to fight me out of all these men that you have here, you're sending this runt out here? It's like a chihuahua running into a wolf pack, right? Like, that's what it was. And and David is doing it for the right reasons. He's doing it with God in his heart. He's keeping God in the front of his life. And he and he goes out, right? And with three stones, he kills this giant. And he falls down on the ground in front of him. That's it. Three stones. You know what David said afterwards? Like, this This is what sticks with me the most out of this whole story. And I think this is the part that gets breezed over so so easily. Right? At the end of it, at the end of it, they're like, oh my gosh, you did great. And he's like, I couldn't have done it without God. God did this, not me. This wasn't me. He just used my hand to make it happen. That was all. That was it. That was like that and that part of that that part of that story gets breezed over so fast, so easily. That I think a lot of people miss that that it's 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 not always about getting it done. It's about getting it done in style. Getting it done with God. Making sure that he's in your life and how much better it is because he's in there. And um and I I do want to say this is that there's going to be a lot of naysayers. There's going to be a lot of haters. There's going to be a lot of people who don't Don't necessarily understand or know why you do what you do and today I want to pause for a second and I want to encourage you that if you're a believer, right, if you're a believer to live that God first life, put God first in every aspect of your life and keep him in every aspect of your life, invite him into your marriage, invite him into your business, invite him into your workplace, invite him into your home, invite him into your car. Invite him everywhere you go. Just be like, hey, God, why don't you come on down here? I'd love to have you ride to town with me today. (laughs) Right? I'm not saying he's going to sit in a seat next to you. That's not what I'm saying. But when you invite him into your life, you're going to be shocked about how much better your life is and how much more you can accomplish in, in such a short amount of time. And so that's why I keep God in every aspect of my life, because I know that He's got my back, number one. And number two, He's called me to share a message. And part of that message deals with just just being okay with God being in your life. Being okay with Him being there, and not being afraid to say His name. There are so many people, I've read so many books, and I have such, such respect for these authors that have written these books... And they've kept God hidden from their people, from their persona, from their quote-unquote attractive character, right? This person they've developed that the world sees because they're afraid that if they tell the world that they're a believer, that they'll lose people. They're afraid that they won't sell as much. So instead of, you know, saying God did this, they go, oh man, I'm so smart, look what I did. Look what I came up with instead of going, man, I'm so glad that he gave me that idea. And I'll tell you what, whenever you find somebody that you want to be around who's 10 steps ahead of where you are, make sure that they have the same beliefs you have. Because if you start following somebody who doesn't have the same beliefs you have and your conviction is not super, super, super deep and strong, you're going to lose some of that connection. But if you find somebody who's 10 steps ahead of where you are right now, And where you want to go, and they have a really strong conviction, you'll be right there with them. Your conviction will grow. You'll be even stronger in that conviction. You'll be even closer. And so today, today I just want to pause for two seconds, and I want to encourage you all that no matter what you're doing, to invite God into your life. And if you're not a believer, and you want to talk, reach out to me. Because I would love to chat with you. And if you are a believer and you want to get the weekly devotionals that we publish, They're, uh, just go to godfirstlifenext.org. We're going to throw those in the show notes for you, so you can go to that website, sign up, get on to our weekly devotionals for that, and, um, and let's just focus on keeping God first in every aspect of our life and everything that we do. And so today, that's the two things that I want to leave you with. Number one, if you like this, I want you to subscribe to it, number one, okay? Number two, I want you to share it. And then the last thing is I want you to go to godfirstlifenext.org, O-R-G, and I want you to sign up for the weekly devotional. And you're going to see just how awesome it is because I write with a ton of humor and it's a lot of fun and I love to share stories and you get them in your inbox like every Monday, sometimes Tuesday, if I lose track of time. But most of the time, Monday, right? And so you get them in there every single week. And it's so much fun for me to write those. I've loved writing those so much. You get to learn even more about me than what you're learning on this podcast and, and about like my conviction. And those are all about God. Those are all about keeping him first in my life and what we do. And, and you get the opportunity to, to learn the fun bits that we're bringing up with God First Life next and all that good stuff. So that's it, guys. Hope you have a great day. I'm so glad that you're here. And we will chat with you soon. Later.